Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. My intention with this experiment is to inspire hope and inspiration in your creative pursuits. Follow along as I interview artists, makers, entrepreneurs, and creatives from all walks of life. Listen while you work, listen while you create, listen while you dream up the next breakthrough idea. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, or craft, whatever that may be. These interviews are evidence of that fact. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe to the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this with your friends, family, and all those creative people you know out there. Now, let's dive into this concept we call creativity. What's happening, everybody? Taylor G here. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. We got a really special one for you today. So, in this episode, I interview the gentleman from Good Company Barbershop. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook at Good Company Barbershop. You can find them physically in their location on State Street in Carlsbad, California. These guys rip with some scissors and a buzz cutter in their hands. They are magicians. Um, yeah, and right now they are working outside. They have a patio, lucky enough to, uh, to work on and to do haircuts. So they've moved their operation outside, socially distanced, very COVID safe, and uh, they're making it work. And I just wanted to put this out there and, you know, show them some love. We actually recorded this uh, a handful of months ago and then COVID shut down everything and it just kind of felt weird to post something that where they like weren't active in the world, but they're, they're making moves again and I really want to, you know, rep them, show them some love uh, you should jump over onto their Instagram and also onto their podcast. So here's the deal. This interview is a fun one because they have a podcast also. It's called the Chasing Mikey Super Podcast Show. You can find it on uh, yeah, Spotify, all the different podcast places. But here's the deal. What we did was a podcast within a podcast. Theirs is more of like a two-hour long sort of Joe Rogan type experience and mine is my usual one so we did my podcast at the beginning of theirs they were recording the whole time and then when my podcast finishes we just kind of jumped into their format so I interview them for the first part for my part and then over on their podcast they interview me so at the end of this episode, you can jump over to theirs and find the episode interviewing me and catch the rest of it. There's, uh, you know, I guess uh, the gloves come off at that point and it's, it gets funky and fun and those guys are wild. Their podcast is awesome. I laugh out loud when I listen to it. They, they are hilarious human beings and uh, you just get an idea. You get a feel for what it's like to be chilling in the barbershop. It's just got this old school feel. 
Um, yeah, jump over to their Instagram to see photos of the interior of their space and what they're what it looks like. You can really get a vibe for them. They have photos of of themselves of like who who they are, who's talking, so you can get a really good idea of what's going on. Um, but with that, I want to just say thanks for listening. And I also want to say that everybody is creative in their own way. And this podcast is an example of that. These guys are artists, they're sculptors of hair. Uh, Everybody's passionate about different things. And um, that's the intention of this podcast is to bring that out and to showcase that. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you're doing something awesome and creative. And without further ado, Chase, Mikey, and Constantine of Good Company. Welcome to the Chase and Mikey Super Podcast Show. I'm Chase. And I'm Mikey. And today we have our friend Taylor Gallegos, and we're going to do it a little, little differently today. We're going to do a super special podcast show, so thank you Taylor for coming in to, well, to give us a brief lesson on how to podcast better in our life. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. As always, we've got Teen Teen. And I think we're going to go into a different mode this time. So we're going to go with a podcast and a podcast. Taylor is going to take the reins and podcast us. And then afterwards, we're going to have a podcast that you used to listen to, listeners, which is all depression and bummers and super fun stories about poop. (laughs) So I guess without further ado, Taylor. All right. Well, uh, welcome everybody to the Art and Life podcast here. And uh, like you guys just said, we're going to do a podcast within a podcast. My podcast is within your podcast. And uh, my podcast, it's, uh, it's called Art and Life. It's about the uh, philosophy and behind both and creativity and, and really how creativity comes through in so many different genres, so many different backgrounds, and it showcases that. Uh, so I thought you guys would be a really great interview. So, um, yeah, that's how it works. So we're going to start out by, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? I mean, oh, well, let me just break this down for my, my listeners. Uh, we're at Good Company here, and this is the Chase and Mikey Super Podcast Show, and uh, Teen Teen is here. And I actually get my hair cut here, and we are all in the same area, the same building that is broken up into all these little spots. And so there's the, the hair, the barber shop here, my art studio's in the back, there's um, a, some videographers, a, a surfboard shaper, a bike shop, ceramics artists, and, a, and more. So um, it's a really creative space. And yeah, so let's, let's go into it. Like, Mikey, why don't you tell me a little bit about you? Uh, thanks, teacher, for the time. <laughs> I don't know, I, I never have good answers for... Where did, where do you come from? How'd you get here? How'd you become a barber? Let's go with that. Let's oh, go with that. Yeah. Back in San Quentin. Back in San Quentin when I saw my dad on Father's Day. I took a little Caesar's pizza. Uh, so I'm from San Marcos. And how did I get here? I was really bad at math and everything. <laughs> so I was like, there's no choice for me except to go into finance. And I was bad at that. But um, no, I, I, I did like a bunch of crap and went to school like my parents told me to. And 
you know, you gotta get a desk job, Mikey, because it's the only way you're gonna retire and pay for your teeth. And when you get cancer, you gotta pay for those treatments. And you know, all the like stuff you get anxiety about, but you don't know how to say, I got anxiety about this. And then one day I was just like, I'm kind of tired of doing all this shit. And there's gotta be something else that I don't have to clock in for anymore. And then, you know, stumbled into barbering a couple different like uh, intersections before I finally was like, hey, maybe I should be a barber. So I dropped out of college and left everything behind and went to barber school, met Chase there. Yep. And then uh, realized like, damn, dude, this is like a kind of a pirate ship. Like, no one's in fucking control. Everybody's <laughs> the captain. And you're just taking money until you either go to jail or die. And I was like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, you know, years later, here I am cutting hair. I haven't died yet, and I'm still taking money. Perfect. I guess that's the shorter version of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Chase? Same season. No, I mean, I think every, every, most barbers are kind of the same thing. You're like your family does it, and if they don't, then you're kind of trying to find your like, hey, I want to run my own business kind of thing. I want to work for myself. Um, and I worked for people like most people do and got sick of it. And same thing, I worked in an office at one point and just sick of it, you know. And uh, the environment that I found at the barbershop was kind of like what I was looking for and it was cheaper to get that kind of degree <laughs> and then like I met Mikey in barber school like he said and you realize like okay this is doable um, and it's exactly what you're kind of picturing of that of like, get to work for myself make my hours to an extent um, and that that's what pretty much draw me to where we are now I always knew I wanted to open a shop so that kind of pushed us, pushed me even more to getting to where we are. And the podcast thing, I don't even know how that, how we got into podcasting, but. We joked about it years ago. Yeah. He's got loud mouths. <laughs> I feel like I only got a loud mouth when Mikey's around, but. Takes one to take real, recognize real. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like you said, short, short story of it, but. Nice. And then, uh, <clears throat> for everybody listening, Constantine cuts my hair. So That's why you're I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. I, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna That's need to come in for another. It's your face too. Good thing this is your Dude, might not be right. For me, it all started when I couldn't read, and I knew that I, I was an art. I was an art person. I was like, well, I can't read, and math doesn't work, but art makes sense. I can do that. I kind of grew up around the cop out people. And they all kind of had cool pompadours and their white t-shirts and their cuffed pants. And, and I always liked like, the cool like, slip backs and the fades. And, um, there was like plenty of things I wanted to do after high school. Um, and I either there was going to be with my hands or my body. I knew it wasn't going to be from sitting behind like a desk punching numbers. Or like definitely wasn't going to listen to someone tell me to deep clean the grout or something. You know, <laughs> And I did enough construction where I was going to stab someone. So I was like, ah. <laughs> I need to get out of this. And then uh, what, for a while I didn't do it because my dad was pretty sick. And uh, I was like, oh, I can't really work in school and do it all at once and get where I need to go, so I'll wait. And I just kind of fell into place once I started having kids. I was like, all right, well, I need to stop construction because I'll stab someone. Right. <laughs> and then I went to barber school and did 
did the whole prison and barber school, and then ended up with these foods, which is a blessing in itself. Not you, mm -hmm. together, not you specific. Yeah, don't, don't get that. I kind of like Chase. I definitely want to buy my own shop one day. Uh, that's definitely like one of the four, like another motivations to keep going, doing that. It's way easier to let Chase do with all of it though. Right. You know, like, why would I go and do all that work when Chase can do all of it? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll probably never open my own shop unless I move. Yeah, that's not a cracker. <laughs> if I move. You got time. Plenty of time. I'm not rushing. Well, yeah, so that <clears throat> that brings us to the barbershop. I mean, uh, Chase, you want to like, tell the story about it? Really, uh, quickly, to just like paint a picture for the listeners, um, it's got a really amazing feel. It's on State Street in Carlsbad. Um, there's a cool little chill zone outside. You walk in, there's some stadium seats that came from some stadium somewhere um, where you sit and you wait. There's or a theater. A theater, yep, could be a theater. Um, and then there's like four barber chairs here, and each section is just like tricked out with really cool um, pictures and paintings and art on the walls with some like stuffed dead animals and you know, all these like really cool, sort of like I don't know, kitchen vintage feeling. Like the, that's like a music box or something there. Yeah, that was here when we got here actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They're all just that was random trash. trash. Like, hey, you get to this space, and hey, that's there. You want, you want to just keep it? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It works. But a lot of the stuff is just, yeah, kind of creates that environment that I wanted. Um, it's also stuff that's just kind of older and cheaper, too. You know, like, doing it this way, you don't necessarily have to do a huge build-out and make it uh, every station exactly the same and gives you a little more freedom. It, you know, and then you find something that looks cool, and if it kind of fits, then throw it in there, kind of thing. And a lot of the stuff that you see, like the pheasant on the wall there, that was a gift from a client. Most of the stuff, a lot of the stuff you see in here is a gift from a client, or if it's at a specific station, each station is the barbers. Like, we only have four chairs, we only have four barbers, and uh, they all get to, for the most part, make it their own. And, uh, I think that's a big part of what gives us that vibe and that look that we have. Yeah, yeah, and it, it just has such a cool, <clears throat> I would say another thing that stands out about this place is the community that is built around this mm -hmm. space. Like, um, mm -hmm. my buddy Sean Moon, he's been, you know, he's been his barber for years, and he swears by this place. Probably, yeah, probably five, five years now. Brother Moon? Your brother, <laughs> brother he, he actually he's probably gonna come on our, on the show. Oh yeah, he definitely he's should. talked about it. Yeah, yeah, Sean's awesome. I won't I won't give away some of the yeah the no. rad stories. We'll let him bring them on. <laughs> probably for one of the short stories. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, like you really dove into the art of like uh, creating an ambiance and a feel, and um, I definitely appreciate it. What are your thoughts? On anything? Uh, I'm stumped when I'm, when I'm getting interviewed it's hard it's different yeah I, put my take on it yeah go for it it's, go first. I think what's kind of cool which kind of touches based on your on your podcast here is that it's super artsy in here if you walk into a super yeah. like a lot of these newer like newer hit barbershops they're super just basic it's all the exact same craftsman's toolbox all the exact same mirror with like the exact same thing on the wall next to the thing and it's like it looks clean but it's just boring it's basic it's just about business yeah they're like they're in there 
Okay, sick feet, business, money, I'm the best, boom. And it's like they don't have like their individuality and they're within their own space. Like we, we chase a lot of stuff out here. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, the riff on that is, I guess since Chase and I both started and then I wouldn't really know what to classify that generation of barbering. <laughs> it's just kind of like whatever it is now, it just happened to be a thing and maybe someone will rename it later on in the future. But it's not like the old school barbers where everyone wore white and it was very sterile and everything was the same. Or like the money hustlers who were just doing the thing, teen teens talking about Yeah, it's just like, give me your cash and do it super fast. I thought it, I heard someone call it new age traditional. Oh God, but that's so that sounds very tattoo-ish. That sounds so stupid. Dude, in a, in a sense, a lot of barbers are like tat people that couldn't be tattoo artists. Yeah, there's a lot. If of, if you yeah. if you're all good at art, we'd all be tattoo right now. I'd be and when we're good at art, I mean, I don't know about you, me, Chase, obviously. I mean, we I definitely base a shop of that kind of tattoo feel. Sorry to interrupt. Um, it leads into that too. Is the tattoo thing is that my favorite barber shops were always the ones that kind of had that tattoo feeling where it was like you're coming in here and it's it's dirty, but at the same time you want it. <laughs> it's it's uninviting but you like that it's offbeat but you're totally down with that that it's not in the regular momentum of life and it has like little folk art pockets because each of our stations and probably people who have shops like this it's just you're when you look at that station you're looking at the barber you're looking at the person who's going to touch your body and you're like oh, kind of cool fucking cool with this it's it's like I'm I'm going in there for my haircut, but I'm also going in there for some sort of artistic connection. Cause I'm not an artistic person at all. At least I don't think I am. But the little area that I got here and probably everybody else in the shop is you're getting a little bit of me every time you come and see me. And I like that. And more places that do that, I think the better off for everyone who goes there every person who gets a haircut or the people actually do the cutting because you're probably going to get a better experience if someone doesn't feel like they're getting hustled at least blatantly hustled <laughs> totally and <clears throat> I mean cutting hair like you said it's like they're, you're going to have your head touched and like groomed it's like it's grooming and grooming is something that like animals like monkeys have been doing for like however many millennia and it's like a bonding thing. It makes like in the troop, you know, it, it helps each other, like all of them feel like they're part of it. You know, I, I feel like there's sort of like a, a deep seated spot in our, in our psyche that maybe connects with that a little bit. The monkey, yeah, that does. It's kind of like when you guys give each other buzz cuts. <laughs> exactly. Like that's my, that's my butt. Like, you get on my back and, and cut my hair. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, okay, I'll do it right after you. I'll do it back right after <laughs> Don't tribes like use it as like, I don't know, some, it's like a spiritual thing for a lot of tribes or people across mm-hmm. the world or like status symbols or, I don't know, hair is a weird thing. It's definitely art. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, <clears throat> I feel like I'm a different type of art uh, I'm a different type of haircut client probably than a lot because uh, like I just like I like to come in and say do something like get creative like you know go go for it like try something new if you can like within a reason you know reason but because um, I, I respect it like you are all artists you're all 
like working and creating like like hair is basically like a sculpture on somebody's head like what, what are your thoughts on that um i think it, it definitely is and it can be a lot of times but i also do like that it's not always art yeah it is a job and you it is dirty and sometimes it's just the same shit over and over again. sometimes it's, it's like it's art like a like whatever april does in the back where she creates something with you know uh what's the word you know? what she like does ceramics thank you or there's like people that just make the cups for the paint and play shops you know just over and over again or there's a machine doing it you know like some people make the exact same thing all all the time and that's okay but there is an art to it i just don't want it to be like haircuttings art yeah you know, because it is right. and it isn't. Because you get like your standard cuts, right? Boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden you'll see this fucking dude coming and he's got this long curly hair. He's like, I want a sick fucking mullet and lightning bolt down the side. And that's like, art. Absolutely. Now <laughs> this is art. But if you did that every haircut, it wouldn't be yeah. as special. So that's kind of a cool point that he made. I'm, I'm not an artist. I have a couple friends who are artists. And they did and still do it professionally. But uh, I had one friend tell me about Picasso, about how, how he couldn't deviate from doing his thing, like his cubism and shit like that, until he had mastered the basics and like the traditional shit. And I think that is artistic and barbering, that the everyday mundane cuts aren't really seen as artistic, but you still gotta learn the basics before you deviate from those. And people would just dive right in and be like, I'm fucking artsy-fartsy haircutter, but don't really know how to do the everyday, I, I don't know, I've never went to art school, but like the the still life's fruit. Yep. <laughs> you gotta do shit like that before you can do crazy stuff. Yep. And our bread and butter is the still life's of fruit. Yep. It's even lines. It's making things that look, I mean, even something as simple as like when someone comes in you just kind of clean their neck up a little bit and don't look like a shaggy bum anymore and you didn't really do a whole lot but that's still fundamental work and they're going to go out and it's, I don't really see it as artistic but I see it as like the building blocks as artistic stuff it's my favorite they're the best dude <laughs> fucking still life with a pair forever <laughs> do that forever and I guess maybe that's it is stick, artistic stick figuring with barbering yeah it's stick figure but or other stuff the dude. tracing there's a different part of that same thing that is also an art, you know, like the, yeah. the do, doing it without like fucking it up the way the old guy wants it, you know, like some old guys, they want just that cleanup and instead of like putting your art into it and doing like tapers while you're doing it like, and then the dude's pissed. Yeah. It's because you took a half an hour to do a three minute. Like it takes an art to like just... The people, do client, client but, interaction is an art in yeah, itself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know what I think is more artistic than I personally think I am, but it's probably in the same like sphere of work is like like I think of like um, Japanese chefs. They devote their entire life to like cutting a piece of fucking fish perfectly right. every time. And who knows how many years it took them to do that, or to like whip noodles with ramen. That to me looks more artistic. Some rice. Some rice. You gotta cook rice for ten years before you can make sushi. Is yeah. that real? We should try to get a sushi out. Remember that? Well, he remembers that sushi, sushi dude. He won't talk he to us. Yeah, yeah, he'd be hard to talk to. But that stuff is artistic because they spend their life 
doing the fundamentals so perfectly that I wouldn't say I'm a master at cutting hair or anything, but sometimes you get a haircut and you just already know where it's going to go. You look at it and you're like, your head looks a certain way, your eyes are too close because you have fetal alcohol syndrome and you can't have anything besides this. And that's where it's going. But that's true. You just know. They say one thing. You read your clientele. Right. You, you, I'm looking at my block of stone. Yeah. Drunken stone. Your block of your marble. Yeah. And so you guys just, are my keystone, yeah. and I'm gonna cut it because it can only go one way. Bam! I cried a little. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it is definitely an art working with clientele, and um, so I do murals, I do custom murals, and every mural is totally different, and everybody wants something different and has a different vibe, you know, and. Uh, sometimes they just want that like cookie cutter like I want it simple I want it clean I want it like this and that's it and um, like when I was in art school a lot of people I think they would just look at me and be like you're not an artist like I didn't I didn't look weird enough I wasn't artsy fartsy enough and then like the ones that really like were out there and like looked like an artist you know they thought they had, like, green like, hair and, like... Yeah. There was paint all over their pants for no reason. Nuts yeah. Plugs. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely had those. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a fucking tree trunk hanging on their ear. <laughs> and then a rhino horn in the other ear. <laughs> but it's like... Oh, wait, were you talking about, like, an ear that looks like a nutsack or a plug in the nutsack? You heard me. I'm so excited for my listeners. <clears throat> For my listeners to hear this, uh, forget, welcome. Don't forget that we're on the art and life. Right welcome to the Chase and Mikey. Podcast. Yeah, that's that's that's, 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 that's still us. Sorry, guys. No, by the way, uh, this is going to be a, a podcast within a podcast. So at the end of this podcast, where you're listening on Art and Life, uh, you can jump over to hear the second half on the Chase and Mikey podcast, and uh, it's going to get real fun. That was a little uh, <laughs> sneak preview on the Dude, to touch back on the client art of clients, your client can probably determine how your art's gonna come out too. Because if you come in and let's say you're painting a mural and the guy's like, fucking this is not you dumb again, you're gonna be like, mur, 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 asshole, S my D, I'll do it, pay me. If a guy comes in with a dick and uh, and he wants a cool haircut, something I wanna do, I'm probably gonna try less. Or be less into it. Right. Be less into if he was it. super cool. Not try. Well, yeah, you're not gonna try less. You're gonna do your job, but uh, but then there's like, you know, you're gonna do at least baseline. But if they treat you well and they're they've got a good mindset, that's when like the level goes up a lot. And where like where I really get into it, and uh, I'm sure it's the same for you. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you guys think so far about being interviewed? It's a little different. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, it is way different. I mean, we've had <clears throat> like a guest on that like tried to like get get stuff out of us. I feel like we've kind of had that maybe. Yeah. Um, and shut that shit down so hard. <laughs> yeah, but we're yeah. so comfortable here now that it's 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 hard. And this is like we're on your podcast, so it's definitely it's way different. Yeah, you yeah. take this by the chains, brother. It's a little. It's a little nice actually. It is. I mean, not happened. You don't, I mean, I'm never like in their position. I'm always kind of like, so my pocket. Like in the background. <laughs> 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 my pants. <laughs> <And> then, <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, now that you guys have been doing this podcast, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that and get you talking about the art of podcasting and your, your take on it. I mean, you know, we're both pretty early into the whole flow of podcasting. You know, how, how many episodes do you guys have? Like, Not as many as you. 15? I think you are way more like, advanced. No, I think I only have eight. This is the ninth. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think we have, this will be our 12th or 13th. Yeah, okay. This is the 13th. That's cool. That is cool. Because... Friday the 13th. That's what I was going to talk about. Friday the 13th. It's not on podcast yet, sorry. Um, it's Sunday. Um, <laughs> well, and I wanted <laughs> to say that like, this setup is great. I love it. So uh, for the listeners, we're all sitting in the barber chairs, and they have these awesome little mic stands that are attached to the chairs. We got headphones. We got the whole nine here, and it's uh, it feels very professional. I do think so. You're the first person to say that. <laughs> <laughs> is it as as it looks? Oh, this is awesome. It's, it, uh, if you could imagine like a roadside traveling gypsy caravan that also podcasted, that's what this looks like. Yeah, did you see my bag when I brought it? Like, it's just a bag of shit. I'll disagree with you guys because I've, I've seen people that I know walk by where podcast and like, oh my god. You guys got a full set? That's so sick. It looks so cool in there. It looks so legit. You're like, thanks. I didn't set it up. I guess that's true. And you know, it does fit us perfectly. It's just, it does. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's a lot better than you're describing it. Uh, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Dude, that was cool, man. Everyone, everyone's like, no, you're stupid. That's not Well, so, like, my, my podcast has gone through a... Uh, like a nice progression where at first I thought it was going to be a certain way and then I did that a little bit and then I saw that that wasn't giving me like the response uh it wasn't like coming out the way I wanted it to so then I have adjusted it and now it's uh it it was very question and answer and now it's more of like a free flow conversation I really like the feel of it Mm -hmm. um are you guys have you guys gone through any sort of stuff like that oh yeah we had uh we like did ten itinerations before we actually recorded one. Yeah, we did. We did a lot of like recording, recording, recording. We, you know, we bring someone on that we were comfortable with, um, and then we'd get like way too deep and be like, "Oh shit, we can't talk about that." Like, there's certain things we have to like learn what we can and can't say, um, and then we we'll learn that well. The flow, no, but the flow is fun to learn. Like, yeah, like the getting into right because we're we're kind of free flow. So I feel like the like the learning of like how to be like wrap it off and kind of when to back out when he goes and when I should shut the fuck the heck up fuck up exactly like I just <laughs> you can swear on my podcast shut the fuck up yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like stopping when yeah yeah cause I interrupt people all the time and it's hard not to um but another thing that we get that maybe you don't is that on our day to day job we kind of get our practice our podcast right yeah. we get like there's times like on a Friday or Saturday where we like are doing the same thing and kind of getting a feel for like almost like what we have to say if yeah. we if we do podcasts that week, you know. Yeah, you know, podcast is just like almost like when we work. Yeah, like when we make it so no one else can talk with us. Yeah. <laughs> Usually those days are like uh, like rough draft days. Like we have an outline in our brain, and then we just see what works, see what sticks. Yeah. I think that was more unintentional than like, definitely. Hey, this fucking works. Yeah. We just throw that out there and see how it bites. And if it doesn't bite, then I'm going to bring it back again <laughs> for 35 minutes <laughs> until it bites. Until someone bites it. Yeah. And sometimes you say something so good, you're like, 
And it's oh, too, it's too, but it's too organic in the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's what it is. So. That's what I was wondering. I mean, uh, do you ever wish that you could just like record? I, I mean, that would get a little weird, and you'd have to say recording in progress, and you'd have yeah. to have people sign yeah. permission. Legal shit would be way too big. It just yeah. it came down to being too much. Yeah. Uh, this is so much easier to be like, hey, we're done for the day. Right. Let's sit down. You know, we like we've only done it once where we actually cut someone's hair and then sat down with them. Oh, I remember that, yeah. <coughs> that was so difficult. Yeah. But... Because of the time, or...? It just takes up more time. So. <clears throat> it was... Yeah, and then it... I think for what we figured works for the scenario, for the podcast, for the space, for the feel, is that we can't force anything. That if it happens and we say it, then we're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And then... If... Like, we'll do outlines, and we'll do those things. And there was a time when I was writing, like, three page of notes and sending it, and I was like, all right, guys, I think this shit's going to stick. And then it doesn't. So it's like, mm, I think we'll just get a couple ideas and then see where the person feels. So it, it's yeah. weird. It sounds all new agey and shit, but kind of like wherever we're feeling, what kind of brotherhoods and bonds we're feeling, bro, we're going to go there. I feel like it went from less, more, like, formal and, or for, more formatted to, like, more, like, we'll see what happens. And it works out better than we can And I think the other part that we've really been lucky with, that, because none of us are, like, trained I can't even say on-air talent, no. <laughs> is that when we have guests come in, the, I think the space is disarming. Is that when you come in here, it's not a white studio, and there's not some dude named Jimmy handing you a clipboard and like telling you the bathroom's over there and then here's our time slots it's it's very like you come in and you feel good and you're like hey this this shit's gonna be fucking fun and then the fun comes out yeah yeah which is exactly i mean now that I, you know i get my hair cut here and that's one of the things i really like it's like very disarming it's very it's like i just come out and hang out with you guys and then i sit in the chair and i get my hair cut and it's like the, your podcasts are very much an extension of that, which is a pretty cool thing. Like, and I feel like the, my podcast is an extension of my life and my business. And that's really what I wanted to share with people is like, I have these awesome conversations with people and they say really cool, interesting, philosophical, beautiful things all the time. And I feel like the rest of the world, I'd like to just share it with them. And, uh, yeah, same thing going on. I love it. Yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah. You like that? Um, Okay, so now we're coming to the uh, some exciting stuff here. I want to know what your definition of art is. So I'd like to hear that from from each of you. Damn, that's a hard one. I've been trying to think of this the entire. I didn't even. I told you not to think about it. You talk first, TT. Me, you the guy who can't read, talk first. Okay. Told me. Definition of art, dude. That I'm not good at. I'm not good with my words. Your definition. No, yeah, I'm no. saying I'm not good with not words. Webster's. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say is gonna sound oh, dumb. Oh, TT explains art. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here it is. Their podcast has a uh, a section that's called TT explains, which I'm told isn't gonna happen today. Which Apparently, it's bummed it's happening right, right now. Dude. But this is yeah, yeah okay. Letting it go. This, this, it. this is it. Do it. Mikey doesn't have to do it. And, team, and you know what? We could. What if we did TT explains? And you get to choose art or life. Oh, man. Explain art or life? Which one? Well, number one, you can't explain <laughs> life. No one fucking knows, dude. I don't know if you know that. 
expression of a feeling sure all right i like that thanks for making me sound about 30 times dumb <laughs> dude you're so wrong it, like what you said ding, ding, oh, was pretty much like in my mind how i view it too it's like it's not it's hard to explain and everyone views it a different way and it can be something you can create or something that was created by something else and it's as simple as that in my mind it's as simple as that well, yeah because like how do you explain because like to me water at the beach or at the lake making the rocks do a certain thing you know sand like a certain way that's art to me and mm-hmm. someone would be like that's fucking sand mm-hmm. and that's you know that's just how it so in that one in that example the ocean is making the rocks do that does it count as art Absolutely. if it's not uh, a person making it with yeah. their mind or their hand once we have art in life life is some form of art regardless of living or not living <laughs> that was good Dude, I don't know. No, that was awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Both at the same time. Yeah, it's the it's did it. It's a dude. The universe is art. Could be. Boom. Yeah, I can't say it's or whatever. The universe. Is. That was great. Um. Okay. So then, have you heard of this? Uh, like these computer programs that can make quote unquote art. That no, but that sounds crazy. Right. Is that art? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's art making art making art. Because someone created the computer program. And in a sense, there are a lot of people that view that as art. And if that's creating art out of that art, then yeah, it's art. That's art, dude. That's but true. a lot of people would be like, no, that's science and math. Nah, that's still art. You know what I love about like, art in like, movies when they're like in an art uh, gallery? And they always have like some super smart person that's staring at the, and usually in like rom-coms or something, someone's staring at the, the art. And they're like, what do you see in this or whatever? And, you know, like the way they interpret it, like it almost feels like it could be wrong or like there's a wrong way to interpret this piece, you know? That, I always thought that was weird. Why is that such a thing? The interpretation of it or the that liking concept, to show the, the concept of like, what wrong. do you see? And it kind of feels like you're in the wrong if you don't say a certain thing kind of thing. Right. 
Well, is that I mean, a different type of art. My perspective is on is that if anyone ever tells someone that their perspective is wrong, then that's that's wrong. That's bullshit. Um, because we're all extracting whatever uh, from the art, and we're bringing our life, our experience, our understanding, everything to that. So, and that's the coolest thing about art is that you make, like as an artist, what you do is you make a piece and then you put it out into the world and it's kind of like a kid, like it takes on its own life and then it has its own interactions with the outside world. Um, anyone that ever tells you that your interpretation of art is wrong is completely garbage. And that, that's not necessarily what I'm saying, like there are people that do that, but okay. in movies they portray it that way as like, hey, you're kind of like, I don't, you, I don't know how to explain it, I guess. Hey, don't even know. <laughs> like that you don't see the well, yeah, terror yeah, in that flower that's what I mean exactly oh like yeah like that's a daisy but if you only see a daisy you're fucking stupid yeah exactly I feel like they're, they're like portray that in movies like a judgment of like a simple mm-hmm. um, assessment of something or anything yeah. yeah I don't know how to explain it I'm sorry that's the best I got well yeah. and, I mean that kind of talks to the <clears throat> like the elitist element of mm-hmm. art because there's definitely that uh galleries have this like holier than thou attitude and maybe that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah and a lot of people kind of use i think people do that with art people do that with wine people do that with like cars and go like there's a lot of people that i think are just trying to use these different elements as ways to like validate their like uh level in society and I think that's a, a like a connection to the ego. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of art sales that I think happen as like an egoic thing where people are like, well, this, I bought this at Sotheby's for $80 million and <laughs> I'm so special and obviously I'm great because of that. Um, and then there's the people that buy art because they're like, this was moving to me in this way or that way. Is that a garage sale and that's by fucking Right. Yeah. And like, no, it's not for sale. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's in my living room, dude. Not the garage sale. How'd you get in my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's that's pretty good. Well, um, I guess we can kind of wrap this one up here. Uh, we covered all the bases, and now's my acknowledgement time. I do this for all my guests, uh, kind of to explain why they're on the podcast. But I very much highly respect you guys for what you're doing here, um, the community that you're creating, uh, just like this space in general, it's got such a cool vibe to it. It's, uh, I feel like you're becoming this real badass mainstay in Carlsbad on this block. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been cool getting to know you and to like, you know, be neighbors and get to rap with you here. So thank you. Thanks for having us on your podcast. Come on, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who can everybody follow? Uh, uh, yeah. So, on, <laughs> like for Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, we have a super podcast show. I think that's all. It's not the Chase and Mikey super podcast show. I think on Instagram, it's super podcast show. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at remember this stuff. It's super podcast show. Um, and there's correct. Okay, super podcast show. Uh, there's Good Company Barbershop. Um, and on, if you can't find our podcast, you can go to Good Company Barbershop, goodcompanybarber.com, and then click on podcast. Um, I think we're on the big formats. What? Like Apple. 
Spotify. Yeah, yeah if you can't find it on those, though, then yeah. just click on the website. Sweet. And if you have your kid with you, don't listen, probably. Yeah, unless your kid's cool as fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that'll make them cool as fuck. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Definitely appreciate you being here. And if you want to hear the next half of the episode where I'm on the Chase and Mikey podcast show, uh, jump over to their spot on all of the spots, all the places, and check it out. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks. So that, my friends, was the gentleman from Good Company Barbershop. Uh, they're awesome. That's Chase, Mikey, and my own personal barber, Constantine. Uh, they're set up. Uh, their barbershop is set up over on State Street in Carlsbad. If you want a haircut, if you want a quality haircut with a quality experience from some quality individuals, you go there. You check it out. You see what's going on. They're set up out on the front patio these days, just uh, doing what they can to make it in these COVID times that we're in. Um, But they specialize in sick fades and all sorts of different things. So get over there, soak it up, take it in. You can sit on the patio and have a beer while you get your hair cut. It's a really nice experience. Um, But that's my plug for them. But seriously, it was really fun talking to them. I had a blast. Uh, we always just like have a great time bullshitting when I'm getting my hair cut. And then uh, this was no exception. This was like extra. We like really dove into it and rolled around in it in this one. And, uh, and it was just really cool to hear their perspective on, um, on art. And, um, you know, I, I believe that everybody is an artist in their own way. And these guys are absolutely no exception to that. And yeah, if you want to hear the rest of the interview, jump over to their podcast, the Super Podcast Show, Chase and Mikey's Super Podcast Show, and uh, and hear the rest. We dive into to their side of things and uh, have a really good time doing it. Those guys are fun. They're... Their podcast is hilarious. Check it out. I, I laugh out loud when I listen to it, and that's always fun. So, uh, yeah, jump over there and listen to the rest of it. Mean, meanwhile, do your own thing. Do, do creative things in the world. Share creativity. Support others' creativity. This is what we're all here to do. We're all, we're all this chain link of creativity and beauty uh, if we choose to be, and uh, I sure am. And I hope you are too. If you're listening to this, I know you are. So, uh, yeah, you can reach me on Instagram and Facebook at Taylor G Murals. Reach out, say hi, let me know what you think about everything. Let me know what you're working on. And uh, that's about it. I hope that you're having a great day and doing something effing awesome. Cheers.